Is it just me or does he always start with those same words? The musicians just. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of in a rut. Yeah. yeah. It's a pod and meeting. It's a Wednesday pod and meeting, and my goodness. I don't think we should criticize him, though. He's a pretty solid singer. Yeah. No, he's doing a good job. You can definitely tell he's kin to me. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> right. After that review that you are capable of playing and singing, and it, it was just amazing. Do we go back to that? Matt, that was a couple weeks ago, so do we go back to the, the famed review? What's your show? I mean, I guess. Yeah. It's been a while since we've talked about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Howard, do you need a lift, lifting up tonight? Well, actually, no. This Today is no... Trey, Trey, calm down, son. We're trying to have church here. Yeah, um, he's taking over. I know. That brings me back to the old days when we used to play church around the house. Uh, the lady that left the review a couple weeks ago, she was the piano player back then during play church. Yeah. She would always start a song during the middle of my preaching. <laughs> you talking about offending me. Yeah. And I thought it was rude back then, so I kind of feel a little bit bad about kind of cutting in on Trey's time. Yeah. On the yeah. podcast. It's but this kinda, is my podcast. Yeah, you're kind of getting back. Right. You're letting yeah. yourself be heard now. Speaking of that lady, I think her name was Tam's 88 Keys on iTunes. Tam's 88 mm-hmm. Keys, yeah. Did you know that today, this Wednesday pod meeting, December 2nd, is her birthday? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, she's she's older than me now. Yeah. Are we were not- the same age for several weeks here. Oh, very oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I hate to tell you how old she is. Yeah, I was going to say. Just tell us how old you are. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's a late 80 model, I'll say that. <laughs> hey, it's good to see you, brethren. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, we've, we've got room for you here on the church pew, Herschel. Why don't you uh, come on up? How's everything been going? Good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, very good. Yes, sir. What about you? Good. Uh, I've been getting a little bit of feedback of late, uh, some written feedback. And by the way, thanks for leaving reviews on uh, on uh, the podcast, Apple Podcast. Yep. Thank you for that. We really do appreciate that. Um, I also was reading through some of those reviews, and uh, there's a couple that kind of caught my attention. I leaned over and fell down. <laughs> They left us a review. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, oh Thanks, Eileen. Eileen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eileen and Phil. I, I got amused by that. By yeah, the way, creative. Herschel, thank you for leaving the reviews. It, it really does mean a lot. And that creativity helps too. Yeah, it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Good old technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to update us about, by far the most uh, feedback I've got verbally is the soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I kind of talked to you all about this a couple weeks ago. You guys were the ones that set that standard. Right. And I was kind of defending all the all the supers out there. Yeah. I'm still getting uh, I'm still getting some feedback over that. It's definitely touched a nerve. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It has in our church, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It's kind of divided the men and yeah. the women. It'd be a good uh, men's men's conference subject. <laughs> yeah. 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 I still go back to that. It's it's a woman thing. Yeah. Like soup to me is that's what I think of. Yes. Women. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, I love you. <laughs> I guess the song is the old deacon <laughs> needs to be purged from his old works. <laughs> I guess is I that back like, in the Dayton days? <laughs> I could be like Song of Solomon and write something about her. <laughs> Revisine soup. <laughs> Let's cruise to a different part of the Bible, please. Yeah. Here in this Wednesday pod meeting. <laughs> yeah. Again, Dad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, the old deacon's been. Brushing up on his Bible again. Yeah, it's time he landed in Song of Solomon. <laughs> I need a pop quiz. Quick, tell me. Throw, throw some questions at me. I'll get the answer right. Speaking of soup. Okay. I mean, I like it. And I want to tell everybody out there, I like soup. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a hill to die on. Oh, man. He loves yeah. eating soup while having his Bluetooth in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I okay, I'll I'll I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> it's not my favorite. <laughs> but for the sake of the all the Herschels out there and Loretta's What a man compromising right yeah. now. Take okay. a stand on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Say a prayer for me, brethren. But on the line of soup, I saw something that caught my attention. Saltine crackers. It was here at one of our dinners of late. Yeah. Saltine crackers, but they were saltine minis. <laughs> yeah, like you just can't quite handle a whole one. <laughs> who, who can't get a whole cracker down? <laughs> you may not have that much moisture in your body. Yeah, they can kind suck of the moisture, moisture wicking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, moisture wicking. Yeah, you got to take them in little increments. Yeah, it's a cracker for quitters. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not something that you want on a long hike. (laughs) Bring the saltines when you're panting for water. (laughs) No. Hey, that's a Bible reference there, too. Man, yes. Yeah. Uh, You're doing good. Oh, good. Yeah, we've all been brushing up on our Bible. (laughs) Hey, speaking of saltine crackers, that's probably a decent segue into what we was going to talk about. How about here on the pod and meet and talk about crackers that are served in church? Mm -hmm. Just recently... Yeah, we recently observed this. We're going to talk about communion and the uh, importance of it because I really think that Herschel comes to us for history lessons like we've laid out. Like, go back and listen to the history of Thanksgiving. We dug deep into that. Found out the origin of the word. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I really think he's probably going to come to us for spiritual advice today. And we've got it. We're we're loaded for you, Hersh. Yeah, he's going to want to take notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one year when we were doing communion, I decided to pick the one passage where it talks about taking the wine first, or in our in our circle, the grape juice. So I read that. We were all doing communion together as a church family, so it had all been distributed to the congregation. We're all standing around the front, all taking it at the same time. So everybody, when the... Uh, when the uh, wine got taken, take this as my blood, everybody drinks their juice. Then everybody eats their cracker. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done it because everybody had 
got the moisture that they were going to use for the cracker. <laughs> there was much. <clears throat> <clears throat> the body is dry. <laughs> yes. The Lord's body is dry tonight. <laughs> you know what? That's probably in our, in our fellowship, probably one of the more neglected things in the church. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's probably one of the more necessary things. We just recently had communion here, and yeah. man, what a special time that was. It was. And I know there's been a lot of uh, differing opinions, a lot of controversy over something that the Lord instituted, and we certainly don't believe that it's something that, that saves us. Right. We do believe that it is a... It is a sacred thing that we observe that that God is not removed from or his spirit is not removed from. I believe that it's much like baptism in the fact that he gets involved in a greater measure in those observances than than some other things that we do. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean it it really is I don't think this is probably maybe not the correct word, but it has been kind of taboo for for lack of words. There's just a lot of people that's like they're they're almost nervous to have one. I think it comes back to your belief, like how you've been taught yes to to uh, participate or or whatever. I thought that the way that Brother Baker explained it to me was very enlightening in his mannerism and how yeah. he, he laid it out there. He laid out the foundation that we are never worthy. Absolutely. Not right. not one of us is ever worthy to right. be a partaker of the Lord's sufferings. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was a very interesting take, and I had never heard it brought into that place. And but I think I don't know how deep you want to go into what he said. Sure. As far yeah. as well, Herschel wasn't here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he just growing up, you know, and I think I'll probably speak for you too. Yeah. You know, back in my day, <laughs> but growing up, you know, it was. It was more, it, it was a serious occasion, which it was at our church here recently too. Sure. I felt very, very serious and sober-minded about it. Yeah. But it seemed that they kind of painted it into such a little box, like if you dare take this and, you know, something's not right, or and I'm not saying do it if you're not living right. You know, I don't, I don't think you should probably do that anyway. Because you're not obviously, you don't, yeah, you don't have a sincere heart, so it's it's doing no good as far as that. But the stigma of that it talks about you are putting damnation on your your soul that has been just driven home. So so much. in your in your mind, what was that as a child or as a young person, or how was it interpreted? Maybe like you should be extremely like even. Some people there that are probably taking damnation to themselves because something ain't right or they forgot to get forgiveness for <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, mean, that's, I yeah. think that's how it has been portrayed. So, Does that answer your question? Yeah. So does that mean that you spend all day long, day of, just searching your heart and your life and, you know, is there anything yeah. in me? Which I remember plenty of times if it wasn't announced. I mean, exactly. That's yes. It, it was just you come in to service, and it was you could see the preparations had been made. I mean, sometimes there's been a few times maybe it would catch you off guard. There wasn't that, you know. Right, but the experience that we just had, 
I thought ex- he for the for Herschel that doesn't know Brother Baker came and specifically taught on communion on Sunday morning. And then we had a communion service on Sunday night. Yes, here especially with what's been going on in the world, it's like to me what I felt like it's it was a call from the Lord for us to reattach ourselves to exactly what he did for us right. in his suffering and identify with him one more time. Mm-hmm. And then right. when I read the scripture in Corinthians where Paul does warn this church about the manner that they're taking the Lord's Supper in, it it seems like to me by this one verse he says uh, that as oft as you do this, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Jesus said right there in the verse above that, Paul quoted what Jesus words, this do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. So Brother Baker laid out the point that unlike baptism, which is water baptism is a one-time thing, right? often the Lord expected his New Testament church to gather together and say, let's set aside a time where we observe the juice and the bread as the Lord's body and his blood and identify one more time with his suffering and realize this is the ticket. This is what gets us right. into heaven. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's always been seen maybe in my mind of it was more about our merit, not what God has done. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy to take it or not worthy to take so it. It was more about in, me, not yes. about what God has done. Yeah, exactly. So in, in all your searching, you lose the focus, which should be on the Lord's suffering. And right. he invites something yeah. that stood out to me. Well, we were going to do this back in April when the whole uh, when the whole world shut down. <laughs> yeah. I encouraged the church. It was actually one of our parking lot services. I encouraged the church to observe this at home if you could. Well, practice what you preach. The next night, we as a family sat down, and as I was reading over the passages that that dealt with uh, communion in the Gospels, it really stood out to me that Jesus extended the it's extended the bread and the wine to his disciples and and put it their direction and it was their choice to reach out and be a partaker in that right. so when we were sitting around our table it's the only time we've ever done this but it was a very special experience with me and my wife and my kids we have this communion at, at our house and we spent some time in prayer you know searching our hearts and and you know, there's an element of that, but then I felt impressed to just lay the the crackers and the juice out and tell them, even me as your father, I'm not going to demand you do this. Right. But the offer is there, just like it is in salvation. The offer is there. If you want to be a partaker with Christ, here it is. And it was it was very moving to me to see how that they extended their hand and took that. Because it's really a picture of exactly what we do. His his plan is free will. Absolutely. But it really moved me to think that, you know, my children, who I have a great influence over, sure. I lay it out there and they remember, hey, I made this choice. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I thought that was pretty important for a, you know, their what, fourth generation independent holiness. And I thought that it was pretty special that here they are they have to make the same choice that I did, that my dad did. 
my granddad did, mm-hmm. you know, but that's the way it is for every one of us. And I think what Jesus was trying to institute was every time you sit down and you want to make this an observance, you're doing this to remember me. To remember him. Right. Uh, well, so many times it is you lose track of him because you're thinking of yourself. Like, Am I good enough? Yes, exactly. That's right. Yes. So you lose sight of what his sacrifice was and what he done for us because you're just sitting there the whole time like, Lord, you know, you know my heart, you know this, and you make it all about yourself. Yeah. So is it okay to say I've missed the mark there over the years sometimes? Well, and that doesn't mean at all that the, you know, the preaching we've heard or whatever, I don't discount that. There there is an element to that. Yeah. And I think what was being laid out in in the church at Corinth, they were if you you study what was going on, they were having these big lavish meals. And they were saying, as a part of it, we're going to do the Lord's Supper. We're going to observe the Lord's Supper. So they had these big, huge feasts. First of all, the manner in which they approached the table was a lighthearted, joyous, you know, let's just have a good time. More of a festive type. Yeah. 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 When, when, are you serious? You're going to go to the table with the Lord like he instituted and he's about to give his life on Calvary. That wasn't a serious occasion. Sure it was. Yeah. Well, you could just imagine, you know, and we can't put ourselves in the Lord's, you know, shoes. But if you had made a sacrifice for a human race and went through that agony and that pain and suffering for them, and then they do this in remembrance of you and they are, you know, it's off the cuff. It's, it's lighthearted. It's not, there's not any, you know, soberness to it. Then that would be very off-putting. Sure. I think I would, that's how I would feel. Yeah. The way that he, Brother Baker, brought it in to where it's not about us. You know, no. we could never, and I go back to, I'm not saying, you know, open the door. Because there's, there's other beliefs out there that is everything is based on communion. And, right. you know, we don't go to that extreme. Well, there's beliefs that it actually becomes his literal right. body and his exactly. literal blood. Right. We don't believe that. No. Right. no, we're doing it. It's just a symbol. As a symbol. Just the same token. way baptism is a, is a symbol. Right. It's an outward symbol of what's taking place on the inside. But that's what made it so special. And it seemed like it really, and I've done it different ways. I'm sure sure y'all have have. to where you, you have it out there as a public deal. And when you felt worthy, you went, you went over and got, you know, yours and you took it individually. We've took it as a group, you know, you've took it all different ways. You know, if anybody that's been in, in church, as long as we all have, you know, you've been around them. But I thought whenever he, brought it down to just in your mind, try to, you know, create that bond and that just think about him and what he's done. And then the entire church took it at the same time. It was probably one of the best I've ever been in. I really, to me, it, it really. Me too. And I, I thought it was neat because <clears throat> of the time he spent on Sunday morning explaining that, that, or I guess his interpretation of it. I don't, I don't know if that's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for, but explaining it. And so when we come in Sunday night, you had us just immediately go to prayer. Yeah. And, you know, and and my mind was kind of already turned towards what he had said Sunday. And we come in in prayer. I think we had a couple of songs maybe and then turned right to him. So just the, my mindset was totally different than what it mm-hmm. usually is during a communion service. Yeah. And I thought it was just from the very beginning, you could just feel something special mm-hmm. as we were just gathering to pray. In the very beginning of the service, there was just something special about it. There was. 
It was, yeah, definitely a focus. Uh, that, it's just like think, everybody's yeah, mind that. was on, on, in one yeah. well, in I, track. Well, I had the communion table set up front right? Mm-hmm. when church started, but I'm encouraged, which I've done this actually. It's not, I'm not the originator of that thought. My dad always had the communion table set on the, the night we did that every year. The church where I grew up, so... Uh, and he would do the same thing, you know. This is not. This is a service unlike any other service. So let's let's approach it sacredly. Let's not come in with a lot of wisdom and all that. Right. The altars are open if you want to spend some time in prayer before church, which we did. You know, right. a few minutes before church, everybody as a church gathered around the front was praying. You know, individually, and I, I think that's special to set the tone. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. How could you approach the Lord's death in a light manner, though? When you think about the amount of suffering that he went through, how could you be lighthearted in that? That's yeah. why, going back to what you said a while ago, it would have been such an insult to approach that that way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've I've said this several times over the years. Everybody wants to be there on Easter Sunday. Yeah. They want to be there on Resurrection right. Day. But very few want to be there when he's about to go to Gethsemane or to the cross. And especially in our day, there's a lot of people that want to skip that and say, we're going to make it to heaven some other way. Mm -hmm. But I I believe every time you take the bread and and the juice and it becomes a part of you, absorbs into your body, what a symbol that is. Mm -hmm. He's forever attaching himself to you. Now, we don't believe that once you come to the Lord, you're you're stuck to the Lord. We believe that if you've got a free will to come to the Lord, that he doesn't take the free will away right. from you. You can separate yourself. Yes. Right. Yeah. But his side is I'll be a part of you as long as you'll allow me to. Right. And as often as you want to remember that, come to my table. Yeah, but I think that's where when I said taboo a while ago, I didn't, you know, I don't want to say it like spooky or whatever, but. But there's been so much emphasis on that drinking damnation to your to yourself that I've even seen it brought down to like people wouldn't let their children or small children because they didn't think they had the right frame of mind or the right they you know they weren't in the right yeah state and I I felt like that at times oh I, I remember as a child I was like I don't want to do something that's going to hurt me forever you know yeah and and I've I've always been a little bit confused, and I think a lot of people are. I really think that's why it's not as as main, mainstream as it probably used to be, maybe. Not observed yeah. as often. Yeah. Well, one thing that Brother Baker said that I think is worth mentioning, and I, you know, I'm not down on the, the movement that we're involved in. I, I think it's awesome. No. No greater yeah. group of people. But he said we were traveling for a 10-year period, and no one was having communion service. Yeah. For a myriad of different reasons, whatever. But that cannot be lost in the New Testament church, and especially now. How often do you think the Lord wants us to rejoin ourselves with the covenant that he laid out? Yeah, My parents have told me the same thing. Yeah, you mentioned that to me the other day. They're evangelists, and and Mom, just recently I was kind of telling her about our service, and and she told me that here lately, it's been a little while back, but this year, that she just got so almost just like hungry to experience a service again of, of communion service to the point she's like, 
I think we're about to have to do it. Just her and my dad, you know, and they ended up having one at my brother's church. And, but she said the same thing. It's, it's became something that people don't do. Yeah. You know, and, but it's so weird because he says, you know, basically do this often. Yeah. And you're like that. He don't say that about hardly anything. No. <laughs> you know, and the one thing it's really singled out, it's kind of like, you should right. push it away. Something in my mind, I think that has played into it is, you know, in the Catholic church, if I'm not mistaken, they do that every time they gather. And you may correct me if you know that to be I'm different. I'm not familiar with and that. And some of my uh, kids that I went to college with, I remember some of them talking about it and they were members of the Catholic church and attended you know, mass on Sunday mornings. And I, if I'm not mistaken, um, they did communion every single, every single service. And it was obvious that in the way they conducted themselves and the way they lived their life, that they did not approach that very serious. It was just something that that was just a part of the service, like song service is a part of ours. Yeah. Right. Taking communion was as part of their service. So I don't know, you know, it, to me, not doing it that often made it seem a little more special when yeah. we did we could probably do a lot more often than we do. I thought Brother Baker had a pretty good uh, suggestion. He said when he pastored the last church where he was at in Indiana. Uh, by the way, Brother Baker's episodes aired. Um, so that's the Brother Baker we're referencing, the one that just aired. Um, but he said that they did it, I think it's four times a year, on every fifth Sunday. Fifth Sunday and yeah. he said he, that, that they wouldn't make it as big of a deal as what we did even this weekend right. and sometimes not even devote a service to it, but a portion of a service to it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I took that as a, a challenge to me to look at it a little more often. I like doing it around Easter time because it kind of is kind of the same setting. Yes. You know, right. but I thought it went really well here at the end of the year. It did. As a, as a yeah. reflection and growing up, it was always on the new year service. We might have to have a watch night pod meeting. <laughs> Or not. Watch day. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's he's just when fun. <laughs> he's just fun in Herschel. He's not really. We're not going to do this for hours, Herschel. <laughs> we can barely get through a 30 minute service here on the pod meeting. Yeah, let's don't get too much but pod meeting. You kind of wonder going back through the traditions of, of our movement if if it wasn't because the end of the year you're doing a lot of reflecting, you're searching your heart. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. The new year's a reset. You know, let's let's recommit to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Easter was probably the most common time frame that I remember. Yeah, as a kid, it used to be. I don't know about every Easter, but it was it was it's a lot been, more often. Yeah, I I really like the service dedicated to it. Like, I did. I, I really I did like that focus on it because I mean we've all like you said come in and there's you know the table up and you're just no announcement, no nothing, and you're just kind of like ah. You just barely got there on time. You yeah. fought with your wife on the way. <laughs> she had <laughs> fixed soup for supper. Yeah. She had made soup, yes. and you lost your sanctification on it. And, you know, just just the whole, you know, your kids right. are screaming, and, you know, you're, somebody's driving slow in front of you, and, yeah. you know, just everything. And you walk into church, and it's like, Lord, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready, Jesus. We, we aren't worthy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then it's, She's really not worthy. <laughs> yes. Our family's going to pass on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so you're just trying to get your mind just on, because it needs to be a sober thing. Yes. I mean, to me, it needs to be as sober as anything that we do. Yes. Because it it is such a huge part of our belief 
And it's the biggest sacrifice of our religion, what he went through. Yes. You know, as our savior. And so I do, I really do like a little bit of, of heads up. Yeah. And, that was very vocal. special. It was. Yeah. I'll be kinder on those nines. <laughs> <laughs> Is this new soup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a necessary conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I think, think so. it's, it's been neglected. And since we're kind of the standard setter for all the meetings that go on, <laughs> yeah, on pod yeah. meeting, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed talking about it. I think it's necessary that yeah, he it, for sure wants us at his table. Yeah, absolutely. it's changed my perspective the last few weeks about it. Me yeah. too, absolutely. So we're changing lives. Yes, Herschel and Loretta is probably maybe they're going to have a communion. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, good talking to you today, guys. Yeah, you too, yes, man. Sir, you too. Enjoyed it. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear and want to show support, hit the support link in the description below.